everybody, this is Dan with the Lifestyle Business Podcast, your source of inspiration, hopefully commiseration about the painful process of starting a business that can change your life, allow you to engage your passions. That's what we're here to do to talk about that uh, from myself, Dan, and Ian, who are in the thick of it, starting uh, our lifestyle business, I guess, 25 months ago or something. Uh, if you want to hear a little bit about our startup story, check out uh, episode number 14, our four-hour work week success story. I got a bunch of emails uh, this week. First off, uh, from Dad. Uh, thanks, Dad, for your feedback. Uh, Pop is a, is a long-term professional listener to the podcast and told me last episode sucked. Uh, you guys need to stop being so unprofessional and focus on the inspiration. Well... I couldn't agree more. I didn't really like the last episode either, Pop, but I'm going to leave it out there so listeners can uh, make their judge of it. Um, thanks for that. <laughs> thanks for that, Dad. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I hope... I just bring that up to say that, like, it's a big world. Of course, we want to... Uh, there's some really successful people that listen to our podcast, uh, some big-time entrepreneurs, and then i gotta got to look out for Pop, too. So hopefully... Um, someday uh, this podcast will make him proud. Uh, let's move on to... I've got an email from Rob in Australia. Rob is saying uh, you know, he really wants to, to make, make the big jump. Mobile Mayhem 2010. And uh, he wants to get out here on the road. Uh, he, he wants to make the next step. And one of the, it looks like he's going to do it. Uh, and I just wanted to uh, give you a little bit of the insight that I share with him. Um, I let him know that we're going to be having a entrepreneurial meetup in Krabi in mid-January. If you're going to be around, you should you should look us up. Uh, come hang out. Maybe we'll uh, put the mic in your face and bring you on the podcast here. Um, you know, one one thing that that came up to me as I'm really fascinated. By the idea of baselining your expenses and taking a jump into the deep end and saying, you know, I'm going to bail out of a traditional education career path and make that beginning, that entry level investment in an entrepreneurial lifestyle because I know, you know, that's that's going to pay off. And and one of the one of the opinion sets that I'm sort of cultivating here on the podcast and over at the Tropical MBA is this idea of doing it in a developing country uh, because the angel investment required the hours that you need to work in order to get by can be significantly reduced. And in a couple of minutes here, I'm going to share with you uh, an audio clip from Gary Vee talking about something very similar. I'm on about a thinker that I'm really interested in right now. In fact, Ian and I have started to identify um, interesting, successful people as people who are crushing it. And so the question we all need to ask ourselves is to what level are we crushing it, if at all? So, um, Basically, uh, you know, I met an entrepreneur here the other day in Manila. I'm in Manila right now, but not for long. Uh, more details on that soon. I am going to his resort. He owns it. And, of course, he doesn't have a web marketing budget. Now, one option for baselining for anybody out there listening is resort hopping. I know this is an opportunity. You cannot go to Google and type in uh, how to make money in Asia, how to, like, make enough money to survive in Asia, and this is not going to come up. It's not going to be on freelance switch. It's not going to. It's 
there isn't a protocol for this kind of thing, but trust me when I say you get out here on the ground and opportunities pop up. If you know about WordPress, if you know about Twitter, if you know how to do basic things like article marketing, if you don't know how to do article marketing, write me an email. I will tell you how to do it. It's, this SEO, this marketing on the Internet stuff, it's about hustle. It's about effort. Uh, it's The information uh, is not that complicated. Okay, so Now, I think that this is the kind of stuff you need to learn. Uh, if you want to do something like this, this digital marketing stuff, I think, is killer knowledge. It's the knowledge that can enable you to get on the road if you don't have a professional skill like design or engineering or something like that that you can do remotely. Uh, for us history majors or whatever, or in my case, it was philosophy. Learn yourself some digital marketing. Find yourself a mentor. Get yourself on some good blogs um, and figure out how to how to pull this stuff together. And you don't don't ever be intimidated by this, this, the skill set here, the knowledge base. It's not that complicated to learn. So what I'm sharing with my buddy Rob here is uh, basically, like when you meet with entrepreneurs, you give them free feedback on their business. You give away free information, and, and that's the same way it works online, and everybody's exchanging ideas here. Um, you know, I basically earn myself an unlimited free stay uh, at, at this new friend's resort, um, just based on the kinds of things that I could potentially do for his website, just just the advice, not even the execution. And then the question is, well, who's going to execute? He doesn't have a budget for that. Um, maybe a listener. Does anybody want a gig executing, uh, getting a, a resort to the front page here in the Philippines? I mean, this kind of opportunity is really everywhere. And if you if you start to create a calling card for yourself like this, um, you know, you could make that happen. And here's the interesting thing about that is because the costs are so low and because you baseline, because you only need to make a couple hundred dollars in order to eat if you've got your lodging taken care of, uh, you've earned your time back. And uh, I think that that's an interesting thing to explore, and it's certainly something, um, you know, that I'm going to be on about here in the next couple of weeks. But first... Let me inject a little Gary V and let you know uh, what his opinion is. So let's just go over there and uh, listen in real quick. Yes, sir. Uh, your best okay, this first guy I'm just going to talk over with real, real quick. He's basically saying, look, if you haven't grown a business like Gary V did to multi-millions dollars, what's, what are your options for starting? I think that's where most of us are here. So uh, here's, here's a little insight into Gary V's mind. Well, I think, you know, it's a, it's a, there's a lot of principles that work, right? But I think it, it should be more, let's go specific, because every single situation is different. Here are the things I know. One, you have to love it. When you start at zero, you have to love it so much, you're willing to bleed out of your eyeballs, because it is obnoxiously hard. It's ridiculously hard. The first six months to a year, really, it's exercise, right? It's exercise. Who in here really wants to put in the time and effort to do it? It's hard. I mean, I desperately want to lose some of the weight I put on on this tour, but you know, even the five to seven pounds I want to put off, like this morning, I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, nah, I'm not doing those push-ups. I'm tired. You know, it's, like, it's, it's hard. And it's really hard in the beginning, and then it becomes a momentum game, right? I would say that if you love it cold, you have to figure out how to afford to do it. That's my first piece of advice. Afford how to do it at the lowest cost of your personal time so that you can put as much time into it as possible. One of the big things I talk to a lot about people with that has never been talked about, like I've never seen people talk about this in, in a lot of like length, 
people always think they have like, well, Gary, you know, I get a lot of emails from people that are very well off. You know, Gary, I make $300,000 a year, but I'm miserable. Miserable, miserable. How do, I can't go to zero and start talking about golf every day. I'm like, dude, go to 140 then. Go to 70. I mean, there's a lot of people who are making $45,000 a year and working 10 hours a day. The funny part is, they could probably get 32 or 28 by working at 7-Eleven and being able to be on the wireless computer behind the register. And I'm not kidding, I mean, that's maybe not nice to the corporation that's hiring you, but put yourself in a position where you, you know, you don't have to go from 45 to zero. Go from 45 to 28, you know? Eat, you know, dollar burgers more often instead, which is not healthy, but I get it. And, and, you know, so really being practical and putting yourself in a position, get roommates, I don't care. See, it comes down to hunger. How hungry are you? You know, how hungry are you? If you're real hungry and you really want it, then you'll go all Rocky Balboa on it. You'll go to the Russian, <laughs> mount- you'll go to the Russian mountains, pick up people, grow that beard. You know, too many people talk shit. They say they want it. They say they, they can do it. But when it comes down to the sacrifices that are needed to put in to win, they're not willing to go there. Wow. Okay, so if you haven't heard Gary Vee before, I think that uh, it's immediately clear why we're just totally jazzed about this guy, and he's totally worth following. Um, you know, even just to watch his, in some ways, watching his program on wine is even some of the most inspirational business stuff I've seen in a long time. Um, and so, definitely uh, recommend that. I mean, one thing, just there's a couple things that really resonate about that passage. The first thing is the issue with hunger, and. I think it's like, you know, you're not, there's not going to be some magic uh, treasure chest of information that one day you just unlock in an ebook or in a book or from a conversation and then it's all uphill from there and it's all gravy. No, like, at some point you have to, like, you have to, you have to bleed a little bit, you know, you have to get hungry and just, and start going crazy and start working your tail off. I mean, that's really what, creates value is is a huge flowing of output and the second thing that really resonates with me and in a theme that i'm really interested in and and a mem that i want to put out there more and more often is this idea of you don't have to start at zero his first statement was how about at 140 bro and for him that was half of his salary so the question is is how much is your time worth and can you make it valuable for an entrepreneur it's the most valuable thing on the planet so once i mean here's the thing if you make fifty thousand dollars a year and i told you you could i would cut that in half and you could find a way to make this twenty five thousand but you'd only have to work say three or four hours a day now say there's a bunch of ways that that could happen. I mean, the one that he suggests is like you work at 7-Eleven so you can be behind the counter. The one that I would suggest is negotiating a remote working engagement. And I'm different from um, Tim Ferriss' suggestion in this. And my suggestion is unique because uh, I think it's a lot easier to continue to make your current salary if you are like highly professional, have a highly professional skill set like computer programming, for example. Whereas like for a guy like me, I was like a marketer and a manager and this kind of thing. It's like 
there's not many people who really believe that you can create the same kind of value uh, in Thailand or in Argentina or wherever. And it's probably true in a lot of cases. I mean, if people are used to working in an office environment, like they're going to get more out of you if you're there. And so I think one strategy is to negotiate a huge pay cut. And if you don't have to go through all the office bullshit and be there for eight hours a day with the commute and everything, and, and you own your time, you have that freedom of location, flexibility, um, you know, you can, I mean, it's possible you could actually end up, um, you could end up in a situation where you're banking more money by cutting your salary in half. And I mean, that's very, very possible. But, at, you know, if you think that, if you think that that's an appealing thing, I think that's not an indication of, your hatred of your job or your willingness just to bail out on society or something, I think that that's an indication of where your entrepreneurial proclivity is. Because if you go to an entrepreneur and you say, you know, look, like you can have all your time back to build a business, that's like, that is like a brain explosion. That is something that you're going to want to go for. And I think that that's an interesting litmus test to see how far you are along on this entrepreneurial thing. Because to me, that's an extremely attractive offer. And then when you, when you do create your location independent lifestyle, you don't ever have to quit that job. You can automate it. You could outsource it. You could grow it even and create an even more leveraged uh, cash source. So you can start to look at your former job as a, as a business in and of itself, as just another stream of income. And I think that that's a, that's a really exceptional way to approach this. One other thing uh, Gary goes into a little bit um, I'm trying to think. There, there is some other interesting stuff on that video I'm going to have to share in a future episode. So let me just skip on to the next thing. One thing is you guys should be following me on Twitter. I'm, I am using at Tropical MBA. So please look me up on that. Um, I love receiving questions. Most of the questions are coming through the email. That's Dan at Lifestyle Business Podcast. A lot of questions are personal, and I'm just responding directly uh, to people via email. Sometimes, like Rob's email today, I just mentioned something about it uh, on the show, but I think that's really cool. I mean, one thing about this whole idea of you know getting a remote working engagement and bringing your salary, you know, cut it in half or something, it's dear to my heart because I've done something similar to that. I did that two years ago, and uh, you know, ended up net net making more money. And ended up being able to grow a business in the process and, you know, live a lifestyle that to me is like totally rock star, you know, on planes, like um, living out of hotels, like getting, um, you know, I was reading some, some blog yesterday that says like, um, talking about like this nomadic lifestyle, maybe not being for them. I mean, one thing that might be a little different about mine is my lifestyle is very much semi-nomadic. So I, I love the experience of expatriation as well, just living in a new city. And there's a whole different um, dynamic to that because you're actually developing a whole new set of friends. You're developing a whole new set of cultural tastes, a whole new world, really, you're building up. And it really becomes a part of your heart. You know, anybody who, who's lived in a, a city for three to six month period know that uh, there's a difference to that location. You know, that stays with you uh, forever. And to me, like, that's part of the high of this lifestyle in general is, um, you know, I was talking um, to Ian yesterday. We were talking about, like, well, how did the last three months feel? And it's the, the three months since I've been here in the Philippines. And to me, it really f has felt like three years. 
three years worth of living because there's so much shit happening uh, in my life. And there's so many things that I'm cramming into my memory, things that I need to learn, adjust for, that sometimes when I'm, you know, li- when I was living more of a corporate working lifestyle, things just started to blend together. Like three months could just, boom, pop right by, puff off. And, it's, and, uh, and uh, you know, it just kind of, it kind of blends together because a lot of it, is, it seems to happen the same way every day. Um, and so I think that that brings me to the conclusion of that this stuff to me isn't an escapist idea. Um, this is about engagement. And I think that that's been a common thing for travelers to say that kind of thing in the past. I think what's changing is that it's becoming, with given online business models, it's becoming a really viable lifestyle choice for ambitious uh, intelligent, entrepreneurially minded uh, people to come out here and get it done, start bleeding from the eyeballs and get it moving. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed a, a little little Gary V today. I'm going to share some more with you uh, in the upcoming week, and I look forward to getting Ian back on the horn here in a couple of days. Send me those emails, dan at lifestylebusinesspodcast.com. Don't worry about the dashes in the URL, it's just Lifestyle Business Podcast. And check me out on Twitter at the Tropical. MBA. I'm going to be traveling tomorrow. I'm uh, going to go to a uh, nice little resort to relax, get some work done, and uh, prepare for the big trip over to Thailand in the new year. Anyway, I'll see you next time. Hey, podcast listeners. Thanks for joining us. Always good to have you. Don't be shy. We've got a mailing list at lifestylebusinesspodcast.com. Get signed up and up to date on everything we're doing.